Welcome to Rise Up in Business, the law podcast for small business owners. I'm your host, Tracy Mylacrane. I'm a business lawyer, an entrepreneur, and very much a realist. Rise Up in Business is designed to share with small business owners important legal information and some clever tips and tricks in short and sharp episodes, no legal jargon. With this podcast, I want to empower small business owners to rise up and take control in their business. I'll be here every Wednesday to tell you what you need to know without sending you to sleep. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode 27 of the Rise Up in Business podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about a topic that I'm very comfortable with and something that is second nature to me, but I accept wholeheartedly that it's not necessarily as comfortable or second nature to small business owners, and that is what to do when you end up in a dispute. So if you've been listening to me for a while or if you've been following me on social media for a while, you'll know that the first 12 or so years of my career was spent acting in litigation matters and dispute resolution. So in other words, I spent most of my time acting for clients in court, arguing over all sorts of things to do with money, contract disputes mainly to do with money. When I say dispute, I've had a lot of people say to me over the recent months, what do you mean when you say dispute? And that's a really great question. So I'm going to start there. When I say a dispute in business, what I mean is a disagreement of such. So a disagreement, misaligned expectations, circumstances that can be tricky or uncomfortable, that's a dispute. So for example, a disagreement with a business partner on how to deal with money, how to spend funds, how to distribute profit, that's a dispute. Or an argument or misaligned expectations with a client. So let's think disgruntled client who is not happy with services that have been provided or they're challenging an invoice, that's a form of dispute. So when you find yourself in a dispute, no matter how big or how small in your business, here are my tips as to how it is to deal with it. First things first, always, always go back to the documents. I often say go back to basics and that's go back to the contract. So in your business, more often than not, it'll be go back to your business terms and conditions or your services agreement What does it say in relation to the issue? So if the issue is in relation to services that you're providing, what do your terms say? If the issue is in relation to an invoice or the amount, what do your terms say? Always go back to the basics. Understand what the documentation says and does it support you? And there's an extension of that, which is any variations or changes that might have been made along the way in relation to the services or the invoices or the project they come into play as well. So they're really important. So any written documentation, emails especially, what do they say in relation to the matter at hand? That helps us get a good understanding of what the documents say as a starting point for dealing with the dispute. The second thing I always say to my clients is record any interactions you have in relation to this issue in writing. So if somebody has contacted you and said, I'm not happy with my invoice or I challenge the fact that this project is completed. I don't accept it's completed. You haven't done X, Y, and Z. Any interactions you have from that point should always be recorded in writing. That doesn't mean that you can't talk to them on the phone, of course, or face-to-face, but it means that you reiterate or confirm the content of that discussion in a quick email. So, for example, if you then talk to a client on the phone because you're trying to understand the issue and they've said certain things to you, what I mean when I say recorded in writing is when you put the phone down, you flick them back a quick email. Hi, Tracy. Thanks so much for your time. Just to clarify, we're talking about this, this and this. As agreed, I'll come back to you once I've looked into it. 
or something like that, adapted obviously to your situation, but it is a written record of the conversations. Because in my experience, as soon as we get into the realm of disputes or disagreements or people being disgruntled, emotions can run high and sometimes it can be difficult to rely on someone's recollection or best recollection of what was said, particularly when those emotions are high. It just becomes unreliable. So those written records can be vital a little later trying to sort it out. The third thing that I always say to my clients, and I do think it's undervalued, is communicate. The value of communication should not be underestimated. In my experience, many disputes arise because important details weren't clarified at some point or other, expectations become skewed, and understandings become misaligned. So when I say communicate, what I mean is, if at all possible, if somebody has expressed a concern to you or somebody has provided you with some communication or some emails that then make it very clear that there's a dispute, try to communicate with them to understand what is at the heart of the issue. So that might mean a phone call. It might mean sitting down with a coffee and just having a chat to try and sort out what's really going on here. A lot can be lost in translation. So it's very difficult sometimes when reading an email to understand really what the person's trying to get at. We don't have an appreciation of the tone. We don't have an appreciation of their intent. We read it the way that we're perceiving it at any given point in time, and that may not necessarily correlate to how the sender was intending it. So often a little more communication just to try and flesh out the issue can be really helpful and can avoid people getting caught up and becoming emotional and inflamed, if you like. So the value of that phone call and the value of that sit-down coffee can be really important to hear the other person out, to understand what's at the heart of their issue so that you know exactly what it is that you're dealing with. The next thing I say is take your time. So take a moment to reflect on what it is that you're understanding, what it is that you've been told. Knee-jerk reactions are often unhelpful. In fact, I'll go as far as saying they're rarely helpful. Acting in haste is rarely helpful. The advice I give to clients, and indeed I, I give it to my UNSW law students when I'm doing some teaching there, is write your email or draft your email and sit on it overnight and read it again. And in fact, I have a business bestie who writes emails and then she trashes them. She certainly doesn't put any address in the two, but she actually sits down and writes the email out to get everything out of her system because she might be a little angry or disgruntled herself. And then she trashes it and feels a whole lot better. So whatever works for you. But my point is take a moment, take a moment to reflect, to understand and to calm down. And unless it is super, super time sensitive and critical that you get back to them on the same day, my best advice is to pause sit on the matter overnight and then think tomorrow morning about your response. Because if we can just bring it down a peg or two and just calm it down a little, that can often put us in a really good position to move forward to the next step to try to resolve the dispute. So once we've gotten to this point and we've gone back to our documents, we've considered all of our written correspondence, we've communicated, we've had the conversation, we understand what's at the core of the issue, we can then calmly think often outside the square, about what it is we can do from this point forward to seek to resolve the matter. And that can be some negotiation between you and your client so that you can reach a middle ground where everybody's satisfied. Now, I'm deliberately not using the word happy because rarely, if we're in dispute with somebody, does one or either party walk away happy, but satisfied. We've reached a point where we can at least move on and put it to bed. 
So we're thinking now about possible ways to resolve it, so a resolution. And that's always favourable in my view, and I'm sure in, well, almost everyone's view, because it gives some certainty, it brings the dispute to an end, and it puts both parties in a position where they can usefully move on. So hopefully that's move on with a harmonious business relationship intact, But of course, if it's not, then you can move on your separate ways and at least you're able to then be free again to focus your time and energy on doing what it is you do best in your business, which is the services you're providing, not the dispute resolution skills that you're developing. Of course, if we reach this point and it becomes untenable and you're still not able to reach a resolution, that's the time you'd get your business lawyer involved, obviously, to get some advice on what your options are. In my view, litigation, so court action, should be the very last resort. There's still more things you can do with legal assistance before you get to litigation and suing someone. Things like mediation or formal negotiation or even arbitration, if it's possible. But any of those alternatives are still better than commencing litigation because litigation is something that should not be entered into lightly, and I'm going to do a whole other podcast episode on that because it's a topic that deserves an episode all on its own. So my point is, if you find yourself in a dispute as a business owner, there are steps to go through which you should incorporate into your internal processes. Go back to basics, look at the documents, consider the communications you have, take time to communicate, make sure you record those interactions in writing, so flicking back a quick email just confirming what you've talked about, And then take some time to pause, reflect, and think outside the square to see what solutions you can offer up to try to resolve the situation. If you reach that point and you genuinely can't resolve it on your own, that's the point where you reach out to your business lawyer, seek assistance, seek some advice, but then still do all you can to explore alternative dispute resolution processes, things like mediation, formal negotiation, arbitration, and treat litigation as a last resort. So I've done my best there to get all my top tips into my short and sharp episode to really distill for you as business owners what it is that I mean when I say a dispute in business and what you can be doing yourself to really strengthen your position and try to resolve things as quickly as possible, taking the least amount of time and energy so that your eye is not taken off the ball for too long. So I hope you found it helpful. I hope some of that's useful for you. As always, feel free to reach out if you've got any questions and I'll catch you next time. That's it for today's episode. Short and sharp, just like I promised. If you liked the episode, please be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. And I would be most grateful if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. As always, remember to keep your business legals in order with my annual legal checklist. You can grab your free copy by heading over to my website, tmsolicitor.com.au forward slash checklist. I'll catch you next week. Thanks so much for listening.